Well, that was a new one. Good morning, everybody. I didn't think that was going to play through, but it did. Uh, but yes, we need to pray today without ceasing, Jeff. That was that was good. Yes, that's so true because we've got a lot of evil already out there trying to um, definitely cause a ruckus. Yes, we'll definitely lift up all of the lost people today. And I'm glad you're here with us. I'm glad Emily's here. And those of you that will be listening later, thank you. I appreciate it. Sorry, I was trying to fix it where my dog wasn't in here. So she wouldn't be interrupting. Today's, um, we're going to go over, we left off at Romans 12 last time. So we're starting Romans 13. And then... um, And we'll finish Romans, I imagine, today. But when I first opened my Bible this morning to do my reading, it flipped open to Thessalonians 1. And so I do want to read that some. Um, It felt fitting today. It starts off, um, Paul and Silvanus and Timothy to the church of the Thessalonians and God, our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We ought always to give thanks to God for you, brethren, as is only fitting, because your faith is greatly enlarged and the love of each one of you toward one another grows ever greater. Therefore, we ourselves speak proudly of you among the churches of God for your perseverance and faith in the midst of all your persecutions and afflictions which you endure. This is a plain indication of God's righteous judgment so that you may be considered worthy of the kingdom of God for which indeed you are suffering. For after all, it is only just for God to repay with affliction those who afflict you and to give relief to you who are afflicted and to us as well when the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, dealing out retribution to those who do not know God and to those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. And these will pay the penalty of eternal destruction away from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power when he comes to be glorified in his saints on that day and to be marveled at among all who have believed from our testimony to you who was believed. To this end, we also... To this end, also, we pray for you always that our God may count you worthy of your calling and fulfill every desire for goodness and the work of faith with power. In order that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you and you in him, according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Now we request you, brethren, with regard to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to him that you may not be quickly shaken from your composure or be disturbed either by a spirit or a message or a letter as if from us to the effect that day, that the day of the Lord has come. Let no one in any way deceive you for it will not come unless the apostasy comes first and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the son of destruction who opposes and exalts himself above every so-called God or object of worship so that he takes his seat in the temple of God, displaying himself as being God. Do you not remember that while I was still with you, I was telling you these things? And you know what restrains him now, so that in his time he may be revealed. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. And then that lawless lawless one will be revealed whom the Lord will slay with the breath of his mouth and bring to an end by the appearance of his coming. That is the one whose coming is in accord to the activity with the activity of Satan, with all power and signs and false wonders and with all the deception of wickedness for those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth so as to be saved. And for this reason, God will send upon them a deluding influence so that they might believe what is false in order that they may be all be that they all may be judged who did not believe in the truth, but took pleasure in wickedness. 
But we should always give thanks to God for you, brethren, beloved by the Lord, because God has chosen you from the beginning for salvation through sanctification by the Spirit and the faith in the truth. And it was for this he called you through our gospel that you may gain the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. So then, brethren, stand firm and hold to the traditions by which you were taught, whether by word of mouth or by letter from us. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who has loved us and given us eternal comfort and good hope by grace, comfort and strength, strengthen your hearts in every good work and word. So that was what I had flipped to this morning. It was Thessalonians um, chapter 1 and 2. So I figured I'd go ahead and read that because it actually feels very applicable to today's message as well. Um, and I did not time this. This was God's timing, not mine. Um, because Romans 13, 1, and I'm reading NASB. This first one has been one that has been difficult for many, myself included, and it's been the topic of theologians and countless others um, just trying to decipher and do right by the word. So I'm going to go ahead and start it. Let every person be in subjection to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those which exist are established by God. Therefore, he who resists authority has opposed the ordinance of God, and they have opposed, and they who have opposed will receive condemnation upon themselves. For rulers are not a cause of fear for good behavior, but for evil. Do you want to have no fear of authority? Do what is good, and you will have praise from the same. For it is a minister of God to, to you for good. But if you do what is evil, be afraid. For it does not bear the sword for nothing, for it is a minister of God, an avenger who brings wrath upon the one who practices evil. Wherefore, it is necessary to be in subjection, not only because of wrath, but also for conscience sake. For because of this, you also pay taxes, for rulers are servants of God, devoting themselves to this very thing. Render to all what is due them, tax to whom taxes due, Custom to whom to custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. Owe nothing to anyone except to love one another, for he who loves this, his neighbor has fulfilled the law. For this you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet. And if there is any other commandment, it is summed up in this saying, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Love, therefore, is the fulfillment of the law. And this, this do, knowing the time, that it is already the hour for you to awaken from sleep. For now salvation is nearer to us than when we believed. The night's almost gone, and the day is at hand. Let us, therefore, lay aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave properly as in the day, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual promiscuity and sensuality, not in strife and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh in regards to it in regard to its lust. Before I go on to chapter 14, I wanted to um, talk about a few things with that. I think it's important because our forefathers, um, I had read in the Founders Bible when we first started doing the Bible studies on Telegram. I recalled reading, and I was trying to find that, and I didn't, so I don't guess it was meant for me to find the exact passage, but when our uh, forefathers were coming over to America, and even before the American Revolution started, they had went over this book, the book of Romans, for about two years, I believe it said, and that right there is a big deal because it's not a very long book, but the material in this book has been very lengthy and meaty, um, if that makes sense. It's got a lot of things that are that were applicable then that are applicable now. And especially now seeing, you know, today is election day for a lot of us. I know it is for us here in South Carolina and many across um, the United States who vote in person on the day of. So with these midterms upon us, we were already waking up seeing things that were going on. And it was kind of ironic and funny that Scott last night on Bards FM 
had talked about how, you know, they can find out the results of, you know, if you win the lottery, like the Powerball, I believe was last night. And if you hit that and win, then they'll know within an hour or so what ticket was sold from what store that won the jackpot. Now, I'm sure they probably know the smaller amounts too because they're encoded that way, but it was really, really funny because they could find that out so fast, but yet it takes so long for the elections um, results. And then they were already predicting ahead of time how there were going to be issues. Biden had said something, some other um, senators and congressmen had said things, and it's very, mm, it's very deceitful to me when they already start talking about it ahead of time, especially when what we saw in 2020 happened. There is no doubt in my mind, and Mike Lindell even said it yesterday at the Ohio rally before, like it was early in the afternoon, I believe. And he was talking about how every state in the United States, all 50 states had election fraud, whether it was big fraud or it was just as simple as in one county and one state. And I don't recall which state or which county it was in. So I apologize for that. But on that, um, this one lady that was running for office, I think she was a Democrat even, and she had no votes, none, zero. Now, if I'm running for a a political office, and I I think most of you would agree with me as well, if you're running for office, you could have voted for yourself, you know? So she didn't even have one vote, and her husband didn't vote for her. So, I mean, she should have at least had, you know, two, unless they had, like, this big argument. He's just like, oh, I'll show you. I won't vote for you. But, you know, it's not just Republican versus Democrat. This this division that, that mainstream media has tried to cause is deceitful, like just like the devil. It's it's works of Satan. And I don't care which side of the aisle you're on. Right is right, wrong is wrong. And cheating is is illegal. Cheating is wrong. You don't cheat, you don't steal, you don't lie. And if you do lie, you lie down with the book in and the word of Jesus and read scripture. If you do steal you steal someone's heart for Jesus. You know, you don't just go out and and take things without asking. And even then, Father God comes into us to help us bring others to to find him and to seek him. So that's, you know, that's the only way where it's ever right. And it's definitely different meanings than to actually lie or to cheat. So, you know, we've got to get these political lines aside and get back right with the word because our father is what matters. What happens here in this world, it does affect each and every one of us, but we're not of this world. We're we're in the world, but we're not of the world. Our eternal salvation is what should matter and be the most important thing to each and every one of us. And so Regardless of if you are going to be voting Democrat or you're going to be voting Republican, don't do it because you're you've been manipulated by mainstream media to think one way. I I strongly believe in my heart and you'll never be able to convince me and I won't even argue it that abortions and child, you know, they started out slowly with with like birth control and 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 started you know moving that in and you know abortion was very very taboo and now you've got you know I saw this thing yesterday and I pray that it was a parody with with a Ken doll it was in the Bards FM family room and it was a Ken doll that could get pregnant now and I'm like come on really guys don't get pregnant and they're they're taking away even like with hysterectomies you know hysterectomy is while it's not, you know, some people, it's not supposed to be used for, for um, child prevention and, and as a birth control method. It is because father, even with Sarah, Sarah was 99 years old when she conceived. And had she, you know, thank you, God, for the blessing of that, because 
Then we have Isaac. But if that would not have happened and she would have had a hysterectomy, then where would we be? And so it's not our place. Even our, you know, our children, they say, oh, well, you know, it's better to have them on birth control than to have an unwanted pregnancy. No, be a real parent, lay down some ground rules. They follow our example. So are are you just too busy to be, you know, a parent? Are you too lazy to show, you know, how to be a parent to where your child doesn't go out and have sex at a young age before marriage. Now I'm not condemning anyone that did that because we have all made mistakes. We've all sinned. And that's why father does actually work with the ones of us that have sinned the most because he knows we're the ones that have been there, done that and, and realized, you know, I, myself, I was, I was pregnant without being married, but I learned, you know, and me and my husband now sat an example for our children. Um, you know, we've been married 15 years and we we set the example. My children see us reading the Bible. They hear us reading scripture to them. They they were brought up not that even if you're brought up in church, that doesn't mean your kids going to turn out good. It sure doesn't. Because some of those are, you know, there's a lot of people that I know I started smoking because I was best friends with a preacher's daughter who smoked. You know, so, I mean, it's, it doesn't matter if you go to church every time the, the doors are open, it's not going to, it's not going to save you. It's the works and what's in your heart. And so that example is what those children follow. You know, they, they learn from us and we learn from our parents who learn from their parents. And it's, just like with recipes that have been handed down throughout family and a family to family generations, you have to be, yes, Paul did proclaim himself to be the chief of sinners. And he was, that's my daughter's favorite example. I'm going to be doing soon. Um, I'm going to be talking about different people of the Bible. And I'd asked her who her favorite person in the Bible was. And it was Paul. And, and it's true. You know, he was, he he went through and it started off, you know, Saul and just killing and persecuting all the Christians. And then he himself was literally blinded by the light of God and changed his ways. He repented and he he went on to do wonderful things. And and he's one of my I told him, you know, they couldn't pick Jesus because, you know, Jesus was the greatest person in the Bible, in my opinion. But you can't pick Jesus because that's too easy. Um. Yeah, our children learn from us. And so we have to be bold enough to set that example for them. Just like with that passage on um, Romans 13, 1 through 7. While we are supposed to follow the government at this time, you know, it was a good thing that many people did not obey the government. Um, And there's times when you should and times when you should not. Just like like in, um, was it Exodus, where Pharaoh wanted the, the midwives to kill the children, and they didn't. And later on, you know, with Herod, thankfully, you know, Mary and Joseph did not follow the law. And that's why I think our founding fathers put it in to our, our Declaration of Independence, that whenever the government goes and oversteps its bounds through the despotism and usurpations that we are, and it's our duty to change that and create a new form of government. And I think that new form of government is supposed to be based off of these principles and these foundations that's in our word that we have. You know, we have something that generations, hundreds of years ago, a hundred years ago, 500 years ago, people didn't have this. They didn't have the word. They couldn't share the word and talk about the word with one another. And here we are, so many people that are blessed to have the word. And I don't want to say that 75% of the world doesn't go by it, but 75% probably of America don't read the word. And it's sad. It hurts my heart. I know it hurts God's heart. And I know he there's reasonings for that, but God is not a God that's wanting to cause us harm. 
God wants the best for his children. He loved us before we even knew him. He loved us when he created us and formed us in the womb, which is why abortions should not be allowed. Child, you know, child, any kind of um, like birth control should not be allowed because that's going against what God ordered and what God wanted, because if there was birth control back then, where would we be? You know, so I'm going to get off my soapbox on that one. I just I had to make that statement because and talk about that, because though we are to follow the government, the government isn't always right. Just like none of us are always right. I'm going to be wrong. Jeff is going to have times where he's wrong. Um, hey, Chris, I'm glad to see you here, brother. Um, Emily, you know, you were pregnant at a young age. So, you know, there's lots of us that have made mistakes, but we learn and grow from those. And, and we learn together. Jeff is saying to look up COP27. The Pope is calling to change the Ten Commandments. That goes with that one world um, religion, you know. And I've heard others talk about that. And it's appalling. It really is appalling. It's, I, I, I can't even, I may mean, look it up later, Jeff. I just, I can't right now um, because I, I get so frustrated because Jesus is in my heart a lot. I love our Lord. I'm very grateful and thankful for him. And I try to stay away from the negative. We do need to be aware of it though. And I'm so glad you brought that up and I'm not fussing. Don't think I'm fussing, but you know, when we, we see those negative things, especially if we're already in a mindset, and that's my issue there is I had already been in a negative thing. I had an issue last night. Some of you know, some of you may not. Will you DM me that? Because I can't copy off of here on that link, um, Jeff. Oh, okay. Screenshot. I did it. But um, last night, I got so frustrated at Podbean. And... I could not get my episode or our episode. It's not really my episode of knickknacks to upload. And it was our second time. Hey, Ron, good afternoon or good morning. We could not get that to upload. And so I was just like very frustrated. I think today it finally did. I went on the actual website instead of the app. But poor Angie, you know, she come on with me and we'd already that was the second time we tried to do it. And I was glad you know, because it's very important information and we had more people that were on and, and then it just, it wouldn't upload. And I'm like, okay, this is Satan. This is evil trying to, to get me into a negative mind space and I wasn't allowing it. So I just let it go. And then this morning I prayed on it last night. I prayed on it this morning and it did, it looks like it went and uploaded. Hopefully it did. I'm praying it did. Um, but I did get that shared in there and I've got some more information to share in Nick Mac's room. Um, so that way we can have all of the stuff on there on the tinctures and the wine making and stuff like that. But so let's get back into scripture now that I'm off my soapbox. Romans 14, guys. Now, accept the one who is weak in faith, but not for the purpose of passing judgment on his opinions. One man has faith that he may eat all things, but he who is weak eats vegetables only. That's kind of ironic, you know. The web is telling us to eat bugs. Let let not him who eats regard with contempt him who does not eat, and let him not him who does not eat judge him who eats, for God has accepted him. Who are you to judge the servant of another? To his own master he stands or falls, and stands he will, for the Lord is able to make him stand. One man regards one day above another, another regards every day alike. Let each man be fully convinced in his own mind. He who observes the day observes it for the Lord, and he who eats does so for the Lord, for he gives thanks to God. And he who eats not for the Lord, he does not eat and gives thanks to God. For not one of us lives for himself, and not one dies for himself. For if we live, we live for the Lord. Or if we die, we die for the Lord. Therefore, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. For to this end, Christ died and lived again, that he might be Lord, both of the dead and of the living. But you, why do you judge your brother? 
Or you again, why do you regard your brother with contempt? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of God. For it is written, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall give praise to God. So then each one of us shall give account of himself to God. Therefore, let us not judge one another anymore, but rather determine this, not to put an obstacle or a stumbling block in a brother's way. I know and am convinced in the Lord Jesus that nothing is unclean in itself, but to him who thinks anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. For if because of food your brother is hurt, you are no longer walking according to love. Do not destroy with your food food him for whom Christ died. Therefore, do not let what is for you a good thing be spoken as of evil, of as evil, sorry. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. For he who was in this way serves Christ as acceptable to God and approved by men. So then let us pursue the, the things which make for us peace or make for peace and the building up of one another. Do not tear down the work of God for the sake of food. All things indeed are clean, but they are evil for the man who eats and gives offense. It is not good to eat meat or to drink wine or to do anything by which your brother stumbles. The faith which you have, have as your own conviction before God. Happy is he who does not condemn himself and what he approves. But he who doubts is condemned if he eats. Because his eating is not from faith, and whatever is not from faith is sin. Romans 15. Self-denial on behalf of others is the heading. Now, we who are strong ought to bear the weakness of those without strength and not just please ourselves. Let each of us please his neighbor for, good, for his good to his edification. For even Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproached thee fell upon me. For whatever was written in earlier times was written for our instruction, that through perseverance and the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. Now may the God who gives perseverance and encouragement grant you to be of the same mind with one another according to Christ Jesus, that with one accord you may with one voice glorify the the God and Father of our Lord Christ, excuse me, our Lord Jesus Christ. It swaps it and confuses me there sometimes. Wherefore, accept one another, just as Christ also accepted us to the glory of God. For I say that Christ has become a servant to the circumcision on behalf of the truth of God to confirm the promises given to the fathers and for the Gentiles to glorify God for his mercy as it is written. Therefore, I will give praise to thee among the Gentiles, and I will sing to thy name. And again, he says, rejoice, O Gentiles, with his people. And again, praise the Lord with all you Gentiles, and let all the peoples praise him. And again, Isaiah says, there shall come the root of Jesus, and he who arises to rule over the Gentiles, in him shall the Gentiles hope. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And concerning you, my brethren, I myself also am convinced that you yourselves are full of goodness, filled with all the knowledge and able, to also, able also to admonish one another. But I have written very boldly to you on some points, so as to remind you again, because of the grace that was given to me from God, to be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles, ministering as a priest of the gospel of God, that my offering of the Gentiles might become acceptable, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, in Christ Jesus, I have found reason for boasting in things pertaining to God. For I will not presume to speak of anything except what Christ has accomplished through me, resulting in the obedience of the Gentiles by word and deed, in the power of signs and wonders, in the power of the Spirit, so that from Jerusalem and around about as far as Illicrium, oh, another hard word, Illicrium, Illicrium, it's I-L-L-Y-R-I-C-U-M. 
I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. I think Jesus is really trying to work on me and my pronunciations or just to teach me. It doesn't matter as long as I'm just trying and that's what I'm doing. So I don't know, but I apologize, y'all. And I appreciate you bearing with me. Um, Romans 15, 20. And thus I aspired to preach the gospel, not where Christ was already named, that I might not build upon another man's foundation. But as is, as it is written, they who had no news of him shall they who have not heard shall understand. For this I have often been hindered from coming to you, but now with no further place for me in these regions, and since I have had for many years a longing to come to you, Whenever I go to Spain, for I hope to see you in passing and to be helped on my way there by you when I have first enjoyed your company for a while. But now I'm going to Jerusalem serving the saints. And, you know, this I'm going to stop for just a moment. This is why this passage and I hadn't read it before. Um, this, it was what was on my heart is. I was I was being scared on Telegram on doing Bible study and the people that were there and Christ followers. I, I mean, I love it and I love the interaction um, and I'm so thankful that we have the live chat here to still be able to have the interaction, though I do miss the voices. But in there, I mean, I, we're all able to help each other, but I wasn't able to reach other people that hadn't heard the word. And I don't, it's not about me growing a following or, or, you know, being Podbean famous or I don't want the fame or notoriety at all. I want to glorify our father. And so I took that step of faith to be able to get out there and reach others who maybe, you know, through me. And I pray that God uses me every day to, to glorify his name and to do his work that through me somehow or through even one of you that, you know, are listening or people that are listening later um, would be able to hear something that they could share with others to help others be able to find and glorify Father. You know, because there's a lot of people like Jeff was saying earlier, there's a lot of people that are lost and those are the ones that we need to reach. I love each and every one of you, and I'm so blessed and thankful that Father has all brought us all together as a family, and we truly are. Scott's talked about it. Duncan's talked about it. Jeff's talked about it. We've all discussed it. We are a family that was brought together only by the glory of Christ, and so while I enjoy that, and I enjoy us being able to talk with one another, to be able to to learn from one another, and get different perspectives we can't let it stop just there we can't forget that family either I'm not saying that and I'm not saying we move on from that family because we don't what I'm saying is that we also need to be getting out there and reaching those however God you know puts it on your heart to do so to try to reach others that don't know him just like um, it was saying right here in 1522 and um, 1520, and thus I, I aspired to preach the gospel, not where Christ was already named, that I might not build upon another man's foundation. He's talking about how he was going out to, to reach others that hadn't been found. And that's what we need to do as well. All right, back to scripture again. Romans 15. I'm going to go back to 25, but now I am going to Jerusalem serving the saints for Macedonia and Achaia have been pleased to make contribution, make a contribution for the poor among the saints in Jerusalem. Yes, they were pleased to do so and they are indebted to them for if the Gentiles have shared in their spiritual things, they are indebted to the minister to them also in material things. Therefore, when I have finished this and have put my seal on this fruit of theirs, I will go on by way of you to Spain. And I know that when I come to you, I will come in the fullness of the blessing of Christ. Now I urge you, brethren, by our Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of the Spirit, to strive together with me in your prayers to God for me, that I may be delivered from those who are disobedient in Judea, 
and that my service for Jerusalem may prove acceptable to the saints, so that I may come to you in joy by the will of God and find refreshing rest in your company. Now the God of peace be with you all. Amen. Romans 16. Greetings and love expressed. I commend to you our sister Phoebe, who is a servant of the church, which is at Centria, that you receive her in the Lord in a manner worthy of the saints, and that you help her in whatever matter she may have need of you. For she herself has also been a helper of many and of myself as well. Greet Prisca and Anquila, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus, who for my life risked their own necks, to whom not only do I to whom not only do I give thanks, but also all the churches of the Gentiles. Also greet the church that is in their house. Greet Epinatus, my beloved, who is the first convert to Christ from Asia. Greet Mary, who has worked hard for you. Greet Andronicus and Junaeus, my kinsmen and my fellow prisoners who are outstanding among the apostles, who were also in Christ before me. Greet Ampelatus, my beloved in the Lord. Greet Urbanus, our fellow worker in Christ, and Stachys, my beloved. Greet Apelles, the approved in Christ. Greet those who are of the household of Aristobulus. Greet Herodion, my kinsman. Greet those of the household of Narcissus, who are in the Lord. Greet Tryphenea and Tryphosa, workers in the Lord. Greet Persis, the beloved who has worked hard in the Lord. Greet Rufus, a choice man in the Lord also his mother and mine. Greet Asyncritus, Phlegon, Hermes, Petrobus, Hermas, and the brethren with them. Greet Philagos and Julia, Nereus and his sister, and Olympus and all the saints who are with them. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the churches of Christ greet you. Now I urge you, brethren, keep your eye on those who cause dissensions and hindrances contrary to the teaching which you learned, and turn away from them. For such men are slaves, not of our Lord Christ, but of their own appetites, and by their smooth, flattering speech they deceive the hearts of the unsuspecting. For the report of your obedience has reached to all, therefore I am rejoicing over you, but I want you to be wise in what is good and innocent in what is evil. And the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. Timothy, my fellow worker, greets you, and so do Lucius and Jason and Sosipater, my kinsman. I, Tertius, who writes this letter, greet you in the Lord. Gaius, host of me, and to the whole church, greets you. Erastus, the city treasurer, greets you. And Cortus, the brother. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Now to him who is able to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery which has been kept secret for long ages past, but now is manifested by the scriptures, and by the scriptures of the prophets, according to the commandment of the eternal God, has been made known to all the nations, leading to obedience of faith. To only the wise God, through Jesus Christ, be the glory forever. Amen. Wow, I made it through those. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That one was kind of tough. Now, I do have a section, and if y'all anybody's got any notes on what we were just covering, Romans 13 to 16, um, I'm going to mute for just a second to take a sip of drink and then flip to where I need to be at in the Bible.
Okay, sorry, that was a whole big mouthful all ago, and I needed something to drink. Had to wet my whistle. All right, I've got two sections I want to read before we close out and pray. The first one is Ephesians 2.1. And you were dead in your trespasses and sin, in which you formerly walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, of the spirit that is now working in the sons of disobedience. Among them, we too, all formerly lived in the lust of our flesh, indulging the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as the rest. Gosh, I had carbonation and it just got me burpy now. But God, being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus in order that the ages to come, he might show the surpassing riches of his grace and kindness toward us in in Christ Jesus. For by grace, you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves is the gift of God, not as a result of works that no one should boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we shall walk, should walk in them. Therefore, remember that formerly you, the Gentiles in the flesh, who were called uncircumcision by the so-called circumcision, which is performed in the flesh by human hands, remember that you were at, at that time separate from Christ, excluded from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were formerly were who formerly were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who made both groups into one and broke down the barrier of the dividing wall by abolishing in his flesh the enmity, which is the law of commandments, contained ordinances that in himself he might make the two into one new man, thus establishing peace. And might reconcile them both in one body to God through the cross by it having put to death the enmity. And he came and preached peace to to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. For through him we both have our access in one spirit to the Father. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and that and are of God's household, having been built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole building being fitted together is growing into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together into a dwelling of God in the Spirit. Yes, not by works, by faith. And the other part that I want to read is going to be, y'all probably know where I'm going. Ephesians. 611 because this is something that we need to keep on and i i loved hearing it on brothers in the bible the other day um oh i say the other day to me it was the other day but i did listen to it. it's like probably been maybe two weeks now but time flies especially when you're having fun um it was made note that we shouldn't ever take off our armor of god and that's true that is the most truthful things people say polish up your armor or whatever, but we really should not ever take it off. So I'm going to read this and remind everybody to keep this armor on today and every day. And also, um, when you sleep, keep your Bible open. Um, whatever passage you want to keep it on that's a favorite, fine. I like to keep mine on, um, it's on Psalm 91 because that's just one of my favorites. But that keeps your armor on while you're asleep and that keeps evil at bay or i feel it does ephesians 6 11 put on the full armor of god that you may be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil for our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against thy rulers against the powers against the world forces of this darkness against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places therefore take take up the full armor of god that you may be able to resist the eve in the evil 
day and having done everything to stand firm. Stand firm, therefore, having girded your loins with the truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. In addition to all, taking up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming missiles of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God with all prayer and I'm sorry, with all prayer and petition, I had highlighted words there that kind of got in my way. With all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the spirit. And with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. And pray on my behalf that utterance may be given to me in the opening of my mouth to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains that in proclaiming it, I may speak boldly as I ought to speak, but that you also may know about my circumstances, how I am doing, Titius, the beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, will make everything known to you. And I have sent him to you for this very purpose, so that you may know know about us, and that he may comfort your hearts. Peace be to the brethren, and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all, all those who love our Lord Jesus Christ with a love incorruptible. Good morning, homegrown. It's good to see you here, darling. We just um, we just wrapped up the book of Romans. We read Romans thirteen um, through the end. And now I've already forgotten. I think it was 16, 17. Yeah, 16. So we read Romans 13 to 16 today. Um, I also read Ephesians 2, 1 through 3. Um, and then Ephesians 6, 11 through 24, as well as Thessalonians um, 1 and 2, because that's where I had opened my Bible this morning. Um, we discussed, you know, the about the foundation of Romans and um, our forefathers when they came to America and were drafting the Declaration of Independence and and the Revolution. There's some interesting um, information in the Founders Bible on that. I will try to find that and um, post some of that for y'all, but it just wasn't meant before we started today. Um, I really thank you all for being here with us, and we're going to take a minute. We're going to bow our heads and pray, but before I do, I've got Jeff's prayer request from earlier. Does anybody else have any prayer requests for today? If you do, um, drop it in there. If you want me to read it, I will um, read it in there and and read our, our prayers. Good morning, Sherletta. God bless you as well. The Founders Bible, yes, it's wonderful. I I thoroughly enjoy it. I know we've got several that were asking for prayer, so I'm trying to get those pulled up real fast. I pray right then when I say something or when they're at, but then unfortunately I can't keep up with all of them. So that's why I pray right then when people ask so I don't forget because I want to always make sure to pray. Charlita, is that correct? Will do. I love your profile picture. It's great. Um, so, yes, let's go ahead and bow our heads and pray. Driving, don't close your eyes. Father knows your heart, so he's not going to be mad. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time that you've allowed us to gather together to be able to worship you, to have this fellowship with one another, and just to be able to to just talk, you know, about about you, Father, and and read your word. That's, that's a blessing in itself, Father. And we're so grateful and thankful for that. Father, we we pray today for our country, for the elections, for our leaders, 
um, for Bard's Nation. We pray for peace and for our children to come back from to Jesus. We pray also, Father, that that those that are lost, that they somehow you intervene, Father, like you always do, because we know you love each and every one of us, regardless of what path we may be on. Father, I pray that you intervene in, in the way that you do and that you reach all of those that are lost, the ones that are that are weak, that you you lift them up and you you wrap them in that courage that you give us all. Father, that that you come into their lives and and you give them the sign that they need, that you give them the love that they they are missing, because usually that's what it is, Father. It's someone that is, is just missing. You know, they feel like I missed it or they feel like they just, you know, they've done so much wrong that they'll never be worthy, Father. It's not that we ever do anything that that makes us worthy of your love, Father, because there's no works that we can do that makes us worthy. We all fall short of that. But it's by the grace, by the blood on the cross of Jesus Christ that we are able to be saved, that we're able to to have that such amazing grace that we can. That Father, that, that Jesus just forgives everything, all of our sins. If we just, if we do our ABCs, we we accept that what we've done wrong and we ask for forgiveness. And, and we believe that, that your son, Christ Jesus, came down here and died on that cross. And we confess with our mouths that he is the true light and the true savior of this world. He is the one, the mighty savior that all of us have to have that we all need and and those people that are lost and and that are that are living in sin and that that don't have the strength father it's it's that they just don't understand that all they have to do is say the abcs and and you will you will forgive them and you will be with them and you'll come into their hearts and their lives and and bless them and we know that that's what you want father I pray for all of our, our Bards Nation and our Kilted Christian clan, for for our brothers and our sisters worldwide that are fighting the good fight and spreading your word, taking that courage that's contagious, Father, and getting out there in the communities and, and, and walking the bloodlines around their churches and buildings and their homes and and continuing to pray whenever, you know, things seem like it may be lost, they still have that conviction in their hearts to pray and still lift you up, Father Jesus. So I I thank you for all of those. And I pray that you continue to bless them as they walk that mighty walk with you, Father. I pray that you you come into our, all of our children, Father, even the ones we didn't give birth to ourselves because they're all your children, that, that you rescued them from any chains that are, are keeping them bound and and any stronghold that's evil may have over them, you are stronger and mightier than any evil that exists on this world. And it's only by them trying to manipulate the scripture and the word that they're able to have any power. So, Father, we we rebuke all of that evil. We, we send it back to hell where it came from. It has no power over any of us here. It will not be able to come into our lives and cause disruption and dissension, Father, because you said so. And it's by the blood of Jesus Christ on that cross and by his amazing grace that saved us all that I pray. Amen. Whew. Well, that was a, uh, I felt powerful. I felt that one all the way down to my toes, guys. I don't know about y'all, but. Not, I'm not trying to boast on that one, but I really did. I felt that one down to my toes. Father is here with us, and I know he is not going to let any harm come. I know that we've got our elections today, and it's going to be his will regardless. So don't be fearful of what the outcomes are going to be. Don't Don't be afraid of that, because we know that even though evil may try to interfere, Father will take what evil intends for bad, and he will make it good. I, I've seen it. I've witnessed it. I know others that have seen it and witnessed it. And so we know that that's what it's, what it's going to be. You know, I, I'm, I'm proof. I'm, I'm, 
I'm walking proof of that example. And I think many of us are, you know, evil comes in just like it did with me in that vaccine, not the COVID vaccine, but that MMR vaccine that I had. Evil tried to, to put me down and take me out to where I didn't feel like I could do anything. But by the grace of our, our father, he lifted me up and he is using me for good. He's using me to help educate others, just like with me not not working in the nursing field anymore. You know, that, that was hard to give up and walk away from that, that income. But But father has turned that into something glorious and more wonderful than I could have ever imagined. And so we know if we have that faith that we know that father's going to take anything bad and turn it to good. So don't despair guys. Don't be afraid because that's the only thing we are to fear is fear of the Lord. Everything else is just manipulations by Satan to turn us away from him and to get into our thoughts. And that's where he tries to work and worm his way into. And, and if we refuse to allow it, God has given us the power to, to rid our, ourselves of that if we just believe it. So, so believe today and every single day out there that no matter what evil tries to come your way, because you've got the love of Jesus in your heart, Jesus will prevail if you ask him and you seek him. He will. He always will. He loves us. He will never leave us. And he's always there. You know, we may feel alone sometimes and, and we may get worried or anxious, but that is nothing but but stuff of, of badness. So don't let that creep into your hearts. Don't let that bother you. Oh, y'all, you're welcome, Ron. And Jeff, you're so right. The author of fear, tell him to pound sand. I agree. I do love it too. When the Holy Spirit shows up, he showed up today and in, in full force. I was not expecting. I mean, I know he's here every day, but whew, I needed that one. Guys, I appreciate you all being here. The next um, Bible study or sister on scripture, our SOS call will be Thursday morning, 11 a.m. Eastern time. Um. We do not have, we did have daylight savings times change. So I'm not even, like I said yesterday, I'm not even going to try to say where we're at on that. But knickknacks will be on again as well on Thursday. We're not having one tomorrow because we moved it to Thursday. So um, next shows for me will be Thursday morning at 11 a.m. for SOS, Sisters on Scripture. And then knickknacks at 7 p.m. Um, I'm trying to continue on with symbology that night and off of the Merck information. Um, later on today, we have Bards FM Bended Knee at 4 p.m. Eastern, followed at 9 p.m. Eastern with Bards FM. Then 10.30 p.m. will be Kilt to Christian. Great lineup. It was a wonderful show last night. I got to go finish um, listening to that one because I fell asleep after I had commented to you, Jeff, about waking Jack up with that song, um, the Prima song that Duncan was talking about. I crashed. I woke up at like 3 a.m., looked at the moon. It was still white. <laughs> Went back to sleep and woke up again at five something. It was red. And so I got a few pictures and, and laid down and I actually rolled up the blinds and was able to lay in bed and kind of watch it some, but I went right back to sleep again because this gal likes her sleep. But I thank you all for being here and um, thank you, Jeff, for posting that video and knickknacks on Telegram and I will see you all online. Thank you so much and I pray you all have a wonderful, blessed day. I, I agree with you on that, Charletta, Lita, Charlita. I'm sorry. I'm going to, I'm awful with names, darling. Um, I don't know if you've been in Bard's Nation or you just kind of happened across it, but if not, I'm going to go ahead and share um, Nicknack's channel. So if you're new, we would love to have you. It's um, on Telegram, Nikki's Snacks. Okay, Bard's is a close friend. Awesome. Well, we're, I'm glad to have you here. And I'm going to share you the, the Bards FM link to you for Telegram. So you'll have that.
just have to pull it up real fast. It's great to have new members, and that's exactly why I felt compelled to go ahead and and bring it here instead of 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 staying in my safe space on Telegram. Sharbird, you have a wonderful blessed day. Jeff, all of you guys, thank you all so much for the encouragement and for being here. I love you all, and I just pray that we all remember to, to keep that faith, and we're not going to let any evil come into us at all. We rebuke it. We repent it. We send it back to hell where it comes from. God bless you all. I've got a little closing music, and I will. Um, I'm trying to get something new on here, but I haven't figured that out yet, so. We'll see what this one is. Okay, we got some drugs to end it. Some good bounces.